Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. If you are lucky enough to be retired or unlucky enough to be ill, you will know that a day has many more hours in it than you ever thought possible. There's a belt of time that is little seen or even talked about by most of the working population. It stretches from 10am to 3pm, when city streets are full of strangeness and coincidence. I've just found a parrot, said my cousin on the phone earlier this week on his visit from foreign parts, and a man just asked me to marry him. That's normal for the middle of a London day, I said. Relax and go home. Have a rest, make a cup of tea, and instead enjoy the ritual that used to be known, more than a little disparagingly, as daytime television. There was good reason for the condescension. Traditionally, the middle of the day has not portrayed the medium in its best light. The surreal combination of pettily priced quiz shows, foreign soaps and 1970s cop dramas may have become cultish viewing for student stoners, but made little impact on more discriminating critics. But that has all changed now. Television has exploded into a multitude of serious providers, and they compete to fill their schedules with quality programming at all hours of the day. On a recent week off, I was bewitched by the British television channel E4 and its daytime offerings, which consisted of a seemingly endless loop of three US sitcoms, The Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother, and Rules of Engagement. The programmes were not well known to me, but they are now. I watched them in a seamless rush, and after several hours of viewing decided that they were basically the same show. The same sharply observed jokes, the same expert acting, the same relentless inoffensiveness. Where British comedy is baggy and berserk, with results that range from the horrible to the inspired, American comedy is pitch-perfect, risk-averse and cute. You have to go back to All in the Family's Archie Bunker, a genuinely odious counterpart to Till Death as Two Parts' Alf Garnet, to find a major American comedic figure who couldn't care less whether he was loved or loathed. Compare and contrast to the two versions of The Office, in which Steve Carroll's Michael Scott gets nowhere near the obnoxiousness of Ricky Gervais's David Brent. Watching The Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother and Rules of Engagement for hours on end during my feverish week was to fall into a kind of trance. There was a musical shape in the delivery of the jokes, each exchanged, followed by its spasm of canned laughter, metronomically calibrated for maximum effect. The jokes are mostly funny, and some of them, about two or three per episode, are very funny. There's almost always a moment of slapstick, and almost always a high-culture reference that will be understood by a small minority of viewers. A recent episode of Big Bang riffed cheerfully on Nietzschean philosophy to make them feel less guilty about watching popular television. The US sitcom is democracy in action, catering for all tastes, inclusive of all creeds and colours, and never more than five seconds away from a warm moment. None of these sitcoms is pioneering in the way that Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm played with the very form of television comedy. 
They represent the mainstream of situation comedy. The situation never fails to feel contrived. The comedy never fails to exploit its improbabilities with a deft touch. Arguments are played out for effect. Friendships are threatened and repaired in the space of minutes. And yet they should not be dismissed as superficial. The best sitcoms, however trivial they may seem, often hint at broader truths about the societies from which they come. Will and Grace, which ran for eight years around the turn of the millennium, was famously said to have done more to change attitudes towards homosexuality in the US than any other single piece of art or entertainment. Comedy can be a Trojan horse, distracting with laughs even as it embeds previously unpalatable ideas into its audience. Watching my daily troika of sitcoms, I was struck by the casual portrayal of social interactions that would have been considered taboo just a couple of decades ago. While all three shows centre on groups of friends who gather around cafes, bars and well-kept apartments, the fluidity of their relationships is constantly surprising. In some ways, these are the themes of Shakespeare, love triangles, petty jealousies, betrayals, heartbreak. But they are dealt with lightly here and with a cheerful sense of experimentation. Nowhere is it considered shocking that a woman should have as diverse a sexual life as a man. The very concept of the family unit, far from sacrosanct, is happily ridiculed. In the Big Bang Theory, we're asked to laugh at all those brilliantly honed minds that have changed our lives through science, but which are comically incapable of surrendering themselves to feeling. Where is Captain Kirk when you need him? A visiting alien, or the supreme leader of Iran for that matter, could do much worse than join me on the sofa for an hour or two each day to understand the dynamics, mired in complication but ever hopeful of satisfying resolution, of American society. To find the comedy in any given situation is among the noblest of human attributes and is only to be encouraged. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.